information provided on this podcast is intended to be educational and informational only and is not considered to be formal legal advice. The listener should not take or refrain from taking action based on its content. Any listener in need of legal opinion upon which to rely in decision-making should consider formally engaging an attorney to review relevant facts in detail and examine the pertinent law as it applies to those facts. So, you've decided you want more out of your life. More than the 9 to 5. More than paycheck to paycheck. More than lifelong debt. But that leaves questions. Where do I go from here? What can I do without any money, connections, or experience? Our goal is not only to provide you with answers to those questions, but also to motivate people in an authentic way, mentor people who don't have mentors, give back, and hear some inspiring stories along the way. If you're not going to show people what's possible, who is? My name is Aaron Eiler. And I'm April Munson. And and this this is Ground Zero. Zero. Hi, everyone. Thank you so much for listening. I have Savannah with me today. Savannah, if you want to introduce yourself a little bit and give a little bit of your background. Yeah. Hi. I'm super stoked to be here. I am Savannah, also known as the Net Worth Nurse. A little bit of background about me. I am from Sacramento, California. I grew up there right out of high school. I knew I wanted to pursue nursing as a career. And so I jumped right into uh, my bachelor's of science in nursing and then graduated with that in 2013. And after I graduated, I worked in a couple different specialties at a couple different hospitals, and I was just naturally drawn towards leadership positions. And I was taking on different process improvement initiatives within different hospitals I was working at. And so shortly after, I went back to school and I got my master's degree in nursing leadership and administration. And since then, I've moved down to Los Angeles, California. And right now, I oversee multiple departments at a hospital here in L.A., And I got into real estate investing the beginning of 2020. I was on maternity leave with my second daughter and my husband and I were just looking for different ways that we could create passive income. We both worked Monday through Friday, pretty much eight to four, eight to five jobs. And we were just thinking about as our daughters were growing up, them doing soccer practice or swimming lessons or field trips, our current work schedules didn't really fit with that. And so we were trying to figure out a way that we could either create additional income so that we could eventually go part-time or just have more flexibility to be with our daughters. And another thing was, is that we were putting like 15 to 20% of our paychecks towards our retirement accounts, our 401k and 403b. And we're putting all this money towards it. And it was a little bit discouraging to know that we couldn't touch it until we were 65. And so we started looking for different ways that we could start investing to get that pocket money now. And stumbled upon real estate and learned all about it. And now we're just in a position where we're generating passive income that we can spend now and not have to wait until we're 65. Wow. I love that for you. And after hearing that, I totally understand why Susie connected us. (laughs) (laughs) I'm a mom too. And as I'm listening to that, because this is my first time meeting you, I love hearing like I'm doing this and that I wanted to do that. And because I feel like I can definitely relate to that. So I have to ask you, what is that like for you as a mom, like trying to do all these things for yourself and you're driven, you're passionate to do it. And then you're also taking care of your kids. Like what has been your experience? Yeah, definitely. So very much organization, prioritization, and 
really being intentional about my time. I have, I mean, even with kids, if you have kids or anyone, you know how important routines are. And when you break from routines, it can be like, you know, toddler meltdown for days at a time. Uh, We're (laughs) dealing with that, like some sleep regression with our daughter right now, because we went out of town a couple of weekends ago and it's just, you know, you pay for it for weeks. So for us in our lives, it's really keeping a routine and consistency. So for me, it's um, some like an average day looks like, you know, waking up, sometimes I'll record a podcast before I go into the hospital or shoot out some emails. And then I'll go into the hospital, you know, eight hours a day, usually. And then when I come home, I get a workout in because that very much kind of changes my mindset and my energy from like nurse mode to mom mode and real estate mode. <laughs> so getting a workout in super important. And then my daughters get home from daycare and my husband husband and I are super intentional about spending undistracted time with them. And so we are doing dinner time, bath time, bedtime together as a family every night. And then usually after we put the girls to bed is when I'm grinding on some real estate stuff, either producing content, doing um, different emails, working on different projects that I'm working on. You are a super mom. I love that for you. I love that because this is something that I'm just kind of starting to get into and I have two little boys I have a four-year-old and a two-year-old so I just graduated with my bachelor's degree at 29 I just turned 29 a month ago and for me from my experience it's like nothing holds me back I everyone's like how do you do it how do you do it and I'm like I feel like I don't look I'm like what like it's hard I just split my like you just do it like you're just a mom like you can be a mom and do these things and have goals and, and set plans and do it and just do it all because that is who you are. But for me on my end, I think I have definitely experienced um, negativity with trying to do it all. Have you experienced any of that with anyone saying like, oh, you're selfish because you do this and you're not with your kids all day? Or have you had any of that? Yeah, definitely. I love that you mentioned the Elwood's quote because I definitely feel like that too sometimes. But then I realize like if you're super passionate, about something and you're doing something that you really love, then the motivation's there. And for us, like we were super specific on our why and our goals. And so we have a very, very clear, like five-year goal for my husband and I and our family. And so like super specific, we sat down and got like, when we wake up in the morning, five years from now, like, what does our day look like? Like, what are we doing? Who are we talking to? What kind of interactions are we having? And we kind of backtrack that like three years, one year, what we need to be doing on a monthly basis to make that goal happen. And so for us, our blueprint and our vision super clear. So it's not hard to take those steps every day for us. It's pretty much laid out, but in terms of kind of like the mom gill, I don't know. That's kind of what I'm thinking when you mentioned that of like people just, um, I, I feel that definitely in different um, circles that I have, not a lot of my friends have kids, but um, definitely with people um, like maybe some family members and just like acquaintances that we are around um, just being able to juggle it. Like we've sacrificed things in our lives. Not even, it doesn't even, the sacrifice is the wrong word because it doesn't, it's not like we're sacrificing like before we used to spend a lot of time with our friends and doing stuff like that. And now like, while owning a real estate business and raising two young daughters, it's like, we don't do kind of some of the stuff that we used to do anymore, but to us, you know, it's more fulfilling spending the time with our daughters and then working on our business. So it's just kind of like, I think as you grow as a person, you give up certain 
things or behaviors or activities in your life. Cause you're moving forward and becoming like, you know, the constantly becoming the best version of yourself. So there are certain things that you leave behind in your life. And I think that's kind of the biggest like pull that I've felt. I agree. I feel like for me, I've had to learn that like letting go of those other people that might have been good for me then it doesn't make me mean because that's just not good for me now. So mm-hmm. for like my mindset and trying to stay focused like the questions were never oh april how do you feel about that or what do you want to do it was you leave your kids in daycare all day you're only worried about yourself you're not worried about this and i'm like no 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 no. i need to stay aligned with the people that keep me going and for me we're not married so my boyfriend you know we um we're very aligned in our values too talk to me about what that is like for you to be working together as a team in your business and in life. Yeah, definitely. That's super important. And honestly, I say this a lot on podcasts that I really wouldn't be able to do what I'm doing without the support of my husband. Like he's so supportive in every way in terms of me even like launching my brand or what I, how I spend my time on the weekends, you know, and in the evenings now. And he's very much on board in the sense that when I discovered real estate and kind of like got bit by the real estate bug first, I was constantly sharing the information with him because I was so excited about it. And like, look at, this is what we could do with real estate. This is how we could change our lives with it. And it took him, I was on maternity leave. So I had all the time in the world, you know, I'm caring for my baby, but listening to podcasts and watching YouTube videos. And so he, um, slowly started listening to the podcast, reading the books as well. And then he was very much on board. And then kind of how I mentioned earlier about setting that vision, that five-year goal for us, like that was huge. That was a big turning point and really looking like, okay, if we want to start a real estate business and have time freedom, you know, in five years, this is how many deals we need to have done. And this is like what our yearly, you know, schedule is going to look like. This is what we need to be doing on a monthly basis. And it's a lot of work. And so having each other on board is super important because if we were to like, you know, a Tuesday night, we put the girls to bed and my husband sits and watched watches TV every night, you know, for hours while I'm sitting grinding on our real estate business, like it'd probably, it'd be an issue. Right. So, um, we're very much in tune with kind of what we want out of this life. And we know that we have to work super hard now to get to that point. It's so important to be so aligned like that. And, um, at the same time, I'm curious for all the things that you wanted to do, which I'm sure like that mindset was there before husband, before kids, did you always know that you wanted to have a brand, like be a nurse and a brand? Because I feel like you just don't hear stuff like that. I love the networking. There's like, what is that? Talk to me about yeah. that. Yeah, I would have never, ever thought that. No, for sure. Like even when we started doing real estate and we did our first deal and we were looking to do the next one, like we were looking to outsource capital raising. Like we definitely, my husband and I did not want to be a brand. We didn't want to be the face of the company. We didn't want to be like pushing our stuff out there. And then as we started learning about what it entailed to kind of do these deals and what we, where we wanted to be, we were like, okay, we're going to have to have some sort of brand. Like, you know, it's 2021, like you're not owning a business without having some sort of social media presence. And so then it was kind of brainstorming, like, how can I do it in the most genuine way possible? And after kind of brainstorming and talking to some marketing people, it was like, okay, like I can definitely bounce back on the, on the nursing side of me and really cater to medical professionals. It's definitely what I'm passionate about. And now like I can go on podcasts and produce like content on my social media and I do it 
very much from, I mean, it's very me, you know, it's hundred percent genuine. I'm not like saying stuff. I wouldn't say just to say it, you know, I'm coming from like my nursing background mostly and kind of catering to healthcare professionals, but really to a lot of women and moms too. And, um, that sort of stuff. So it took a lot of, um, encouragement and support, but I think I always had that like entrepreneurial mindset. And like, for me, it was even, coming out of college and reading like the secret and think and grow rich and like Tony Robbins. And I was like obsessed with like these self-help kind of motivational inspiration stories. And I was just consuming so much of it that it's like, you feel super empowered to do something big. Like you just get, you get that feeling inside of you. And so I think I've just always felt that way and was just kind of like using it in nursing and kind of pushing myself forward, advancing in leadership positions, kind of growing as a leader within my healthcare profession. And then once we discovered real estate and the opportunity to launch a brand there, it was just really a natural fit. I love that for you. I wish we lived closer and on opposite sides of the country because I feel like I just found my new best friend. I absolutely love all that you're doing while being a mom too. And I'm curious, what has the response been for being a female leader where you're really blending two different worlds that I really don't feel like is talked about a lot and coming out with your own brand and being like, I'm a leader in what I'm doing and I can balance all of this and still give back. What has that been like for you? Yeah, I love talking to other women because even acknowledging that I feel like is so important because it is something that's not like constantly in the back of my head nagging, but it is very intimidating moving into a very much male dominated field, um, especially as a newbie. Um, And so for me, it was, yes, definitely intimidating, but the response, I mean, that's really where the support and encouragement of my husband comes in because I just feel very supported in my core family to be able to do stuff like that. And if I'm second guessing anything or need like a second opinion, like my husband's always there to kind of offer his side of things and his like per um, perception. And so for me, I think it was taking the first step and actually doing it. But then the response has been so amazing. Like I come on podcasts and I have a lot of women reach out to me and I just love, love networking with women. I love women, empowering women. My sister and I are part of a women's meetup that we do like non-real estate related or anything like that. Like we're just very much like, I love like, you know, Glennon Doyle and some of these other women, Brene Brown, some of these other women that are out there kind of pushing these big Um, gender issues. And so for me, I love the opportunity to connect with other women. And then, um, so I do get a big um, woman outreach after they hear me on podcasts and then also medical professionals. Like I love when nurses reach out to me too. Oh, I love that. I love that so much because that is exactly where I want to be. I want to be in that kind of network. I want to be that resource. I want to be that leader in that light. So for my experience, I feel like there are a lot of times where everyone kind of looks and says, oh, well, you must be happy and go, go, go all the time. But has there ever been, or like a moment or multiple moments where you're like, I don't know if I can do this. This is like my low moment. How do you like go through that and still get yourself to where you want to go? Even on the days where you're just like, I don't know how I'm doing all this right now. Oh yeah. All the time. So I, and I think that's super important. Like no one's ever asked me that on a podcast. And I think that topic is so important and people (laughs) should be asked that more because I would want to hear others, people's responses of how they deal with those moments. But like, 
I mean, for sure. Like this stuff doesn't come naturally to me. And I really don't think to anyone, like the first time I recently did like my first presentation, I did a webinar on Eventbrite for kind of real estate for healthcare professionals. And it was a few months ago and I went to Whole Foods and I knocked out the whole presentation in a couple hours. I'm like, cool, put together the PowerPoint, put all the information I want to say on there. And I was like, cool, ready to go. This was easy. And then I grabbed my husband and I'm like, hey, I just want to run through it one time with you. And I start running through the slideshow and I'm like on the first slide struggling to get through it, like just fumbling with my words, not knowing what I want to say, just stopping. And I'm like, Oh my gosh, this is way too hard. Like, why did I decide I wanted to do this? This is way too much work. Like, what am I doing? My husband's like, well, you can give up. Like that's, if that's what you want to do. Like, I mean, you know, like you have a choice, you don't have to do it. Like you either want to do it or, you know, we just keep practicing. And so I practiced and practiced and practiced. And then I think like, as I was thinking it, I'm like, felt like I shouldn't have to practice this. Like, you know, it should come naturally. I should be able to throw together a PowerPoint and be able to spiel it in front of the world and kind of say all the information I want to say. But I think it's important to note that it doesn't always come easy. Like this, this is hard work. And the difference between people who achieve and kind of keep going is like the grit and the perseverance to not give up. And I think that's a huge thing that sets entrepreneurs apart from other people who have the ideas and like want to do it and really kind of maybe the motivation to get to a certain point, but they don't have the grit and the persistence to keep pursuing because it's going to get hard. It's hard for everyone. And I think the biggest difference is, um, that sets people apart is not giving up. Yeah. Especially if you do go through some of those moments where you're like, Oh my God, what did I just do? I just put myself out there. Like I want to hide right now, but like the more that you do it, I've found you come into yourself and you kind of, you know, develop your personal brand within yourself the more that you get in front of the camera and allow your voice to be heard. Because I was always someone that was like, who's going to care what I have to say? Like, no, that's, that's not it. And everyone's like, no, like you really do have value. And having those people that are so encouraging that want to see you do that, I feel like just makes all the difference. Yeah, definitely. A hundred percent. And the personal brand is so important too, because when, even if you don't have a business brand, you're on social media, like posting stuff every day, like you're, you're, you're portraying yourself to people and the world as someone. So you're very much influencing how people perceive you by what you're putting out there on social media. And it's the same thing when you're building a brand, like how you're coming across and the reputation that you're creating for yourself based on what you're posting. So even if you don't have a professional brand, you still have a personal brand. Everyone does. Exactly. And what would you say to the girls that are like, I want to get there. I want to do it, but I'm scared. Who's going to care what I have to say? Yeah. The, uh, the book by Mark Mason, the subtle art of not giving an F that book is so great because he, um, he's, I'm honest. I'm not on a lot of people's subscription emails and I love reading his cause he's so just like, why would you ever care? Like what other people think just the way he puts things into perspective of just going out there and being your genuine self. Like, as you like just mentioned the, when you start to post stuff more and more, it's like, you kind of come into yourself and you're able to really 
put yourself out there in a way that, I mean, if you maintain genuine, remain genuine to yourself, like you're really just being yourself out there on social media. So, I mean, constantly reminding yourself that people are really more worried about themselves than they are other people. I mean, I usually (laughs) remind myself about that too. Like if you have a bad day at work, it's like, no one really noticed. Like I'm sure everyone's just consumed with their self, you know, it's our selfish, like tendencies, but, um, just kind of retraining your brain, um, through books, I guess that would be my biggest way. Yeah. So for you, where do you want to go with all of this? Like, what do you think the next five years or even 10 years looks like for you? Yeah, definitely. I, I usually, we just hit our like one year in real estate investing. So we came back on our goals and we're just like making sure everything was still aligned and revisited kind of our, um, in goals. And, uh, we're just on track to kind of grow our real estate business, continuing to connect with other investors who want to passively invest in real estate. Cause we give people the opportunity to kind of come into real estate passively without having to do a lot of the work. And that's where we connect with like a lot of healthcare professionals and friends and family who are investing in deals with us and providing the opportunity to people. So continuing to do that and do deals where we're able to include investors and in our investment opportunities, and then continue to grow my brand brand, um, the net worth nurse, and really just kind of um, meeting other entrepreneurs like yourself and other people out there who are doing really big things in the world. I mean, that's just like, that gives me so much fulfillment. What would you say to the moms that are like, okay, I've got this far. I want to go a little bit further, but I don't know if I can do it with kids. Yeah, definitely. I think bringing in help, like delegating is so important. And that's something as a mom I've started doing. And I was even talking to my husband about this the other day that like, I just grew up watching my mom cook all the time. Like she's an amazing cook and just felt like even when I lived by myself, I was like constantly preparing meals for myself. But now that I have two kids and a real estate business, like I am not above takeout and ordering out. Like I am very much like, okay. Like definitely very, we still eat really healthy. So I'm trying, I'm, and in Los Angeles, it's easy. Cause there's like vegan plant paste <laughs> places everywhere. So it makes it super convenient to still like eat healthy and order takeout. But I was just like, I am totally okay. Not cooking. Like I don't have to be a good cook. Like I don't have to even like that. I don't have to do it. I I'm outsourcing that, you know, and that was something that my husband and I just, you know, we don't spend a lot of time cooking meals and doing dishes and different things like that of like incorporating things in your life and like giving up some of the things that you don't necessarily have to do so that you have more time to devote to your business or kind of like your end goals. Yeah, absolutely. I feel the same way, Savannah, honestly. My boyfriend, he gets so like picky. He's like, but this isn't clean and that isn't done. And I'm like, listen, the laundry will still be there. The dishes will be there. Like the time that we have together where we're not busy, like running around doing everything, like it's fine. We can go out to eat. It'll, like it's okay. It's so yeah. okay. <laughs> so when you're not doing everything, what does just like a regular mom day look like for you? Yeah, definitely. So this past weekend right now is Memorial Day weekend. So we definitely had some R&R. We had some family come in from out of town and just hung out. We, I mean, there's so much to do in Los Angeles and we play tourists regularly, but we'll hit the beach almost every weekend or go on some like amazing hikes around here. Even if it's just like grabbing our girls and going to like a cool ice cream place and grabbing ice cream or something like that. So just getting out of the house and doing stuff together as a family is super important 
and then also having the days where we just hang out in our pajamas all day and have TV on and just do puzzles with our girls and color and that sort of stuff. That's kind of what we did yesterday. And it was just so nice to be able to relax and do that. And then, I mean, most of the time, I don't, I don't think I ever really go a full day without doing anything real estate. I mean, I'll maybe send, do a social media post or um, send out a couple emails, but I'll do that. Like last yesterday while my girls were napping, I knocked out like a social media post and a couple emails. So just doing stuff like that, but being very intentional about our time with our daughters is super important. Savannah, thank you so much for sharing all of this. Awesome. Like, I love everything that you said. I feel like I don't find a lot of people that are like you that are so driven, that are so focused, that is a mom doing all of it. And I'm just I'm so happy that Susie connected us because you're amazing. And I want to thank you so much for sharing everything that you shared with me. Thank you. That is my huge motivation behind coming on podcasts because I binged them so much when I wanted to get in, into real estate investing. And I was like listening to all these stories of people from all walks of life, like a lot of moms on there, like different people who are making big things happen. And I just, after listening to the podcast, I always felt so encouraged and inspired. And so I just hope to share my story to like motivate anyone or inspire anyone to go out there and do it. And I mean, I love connecting with people. So um, you can find me on the net worth nurse on all social media handles. So Instagram, LinkedIn, YouTube, and Facebook, my website's the networthnurse.com. And if you're even remotely interested in anything I've said, please reach out to me. I would love to connect. Aw, thank you so much, Savannah. Thank you. Right, you too. Okay.